episode 51. Sounds weird to say. Uh, my name is Dave Hunt, and I'm joined by Michael Swick. How's it going, Dave? How's it going? It's been Good. busy. Yeah, I was on vacation last week, but still worked like two and a half days of work. So stuff kept coming up. <laughs> Fucking retail life. <laughs> yeah, it's all good though. I mean, it's it's for the greater good eventually. Uh, hopefully, down the line, it'll pay off for something in the long run. So. I'm just happy. I don't know about you over in Detroit, but I'm assuming weather's pretty similar. We're hitting at like 50 degrees. Maybe we go into like 40 overnight. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally we can still hit like, 70. Yeah, right I'm totally content with like hoodie and jeans, or you know, like like quarter, like quarter zip pullover and jeans and shoes. You know, like I was so happy to bust out the hoodie. You know, yeah. and it's raining, so I'm busting out like the boots just to be yeah. on the safe side. It's it's, I I love this weather. I have so much more energy. I know it's the opposite of what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to yeah. get a little like sleepier, a little gloomier, but like fall weather, I fucking yeah. love it. It's Christmas. I, and yeah, no one's outside. Fun. It's great. Well, no one's supposed to be outside, but people are still outside. As my state decided, eh, we're done with this uh, pandemic and yeah. cases have increased like crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we had a fascinating time with that where like our legislation threw our governor over and then the health department came out and said, hold my beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so, it was pretty it was pretty funny. of like, well, we can do this. And the health department's like, no, you can't. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we are Digital Days Gaming. We are a weekly podcast that releases on Thursday mornings, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, um, weekly. Uh, And early for Patreon subscribers on Wednesday, patreon.com slash digitaldaysgaming. And we are a new and growing community. Not necessarily new anymore since we're almost a year old. Um, But we are definitely a growing community that communicates through Discord, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all of the above. Any of those links can be found in the show notes, so please go ahead and check those out. Uh, Same thing with YouTube and Twitch. We live stream on Twitch mostly all the episodes unless there's anything crazy going on we are live today uh twitch.tv slash digital days gaming and um, you can drop us a follow there and that's always appreciative and then leaving a review or sharing the show uh to your friends is the best way to help us grow so uh yeah just telling anybody about it It, it, you tons of reviews already but as we're you know getting you know longer and longer and longer i feel like that there's more people that are starting to look at the show uh so any kind of reviews are always helpful as you know sometimes when somebody's looking for a new podcast and they only see like 10 episodes deep they're like ah, maybe i'll check it out later but we get over that year mark the year plus mark i think that's when a lot of people like okay these people are this this show is around and and it's here to stay so yeah we're not going anywhere (laughs) um but yeah we've got a little bit of news uh probably not a lot of playing stuff i mean i've got some stuff to talk about um but i know michael wasn't really playing a lot of stuff and then we do have a decent amount of questions today so um we are recording a little earlier because of like michael mentioned retail life i am going into work this evening um to uh do some work at my store so i'll be working overnight and that's why we're recording when the sun's out which is kind of rare for us (laughs) yeah well luckily we're in fall as he mentioned so the sun's almost down over here yeah I think we haven't done one this early in a long time. Like, I think the the one I remember the most is like years ago when we had the overseas guest on our old show, you know? Yeah. We did it like a 10 o'clock in the morning show. (laughs) Yeah. I think we've only, I think one of the one weeks that we weren't live for DDG, uh, we we did like a a morning one. Uh, But yeah, this is a weird, I have energy still, not quite nap time, you know? Like, you know, you get that little nap time before five or six o'clock. I mean, you can't do that today, but. I I fell asleep a little bit today when I, because I forced myself to get up at a good time from working overnight last night, so. But, all right. Though, full warning, full warning, I usually feed the cats in an hour. 
Uh, so they <laughs> so will be, be getting like aggressive. On, they're going to be sitting on Michael's head later. <laughs> you <fan> yes. <laughs> yes. They, you will see some aggressive cats very soon <laughs> if you're watching on Twitch. All right. So um, I saw a little bit of this. Um, and I think you might have it tied in here a little bit. But yeah, you do. So um, we're going to talk a little bit of Marvel's Avengers. Oh, where to start? All right, uh, let's start with the good news. Uh, September NPDs come out. Uh, I don't feel like going through the whole September NPD thing. That's kind of boring. But Avengers was the number one game on the NPDs last month. It was the highest selling superhero game just behind Marvel Spider-Man. Makes sense. Um, so, sounds good, right, Dave? Like, that sounds great. It, it Only behind Spider-Man in sales. For, for, for Square Enix? Yes. Uh, for Square Enix. <laughs> for a video yes, game yes, knowing on, how much on paper on, he- on headlines. Um especially with all like the craziness that's going on with the Marvel movies now, like having a game sitting on your shelf called Marvel's Avengers is going to sell. Like, yes. Which it did. But here's where uh things get bad. This game came out, uh it's kind of glitchy and it just has kind of it's a live service game that doesn't really have too much going for it in terms of a live service game. It's a live service game that doesn't have a live service right now. Yes. Uh, and the Steam charts for it, which, you know, takes, takes a look at only Steam, the PC platform, uh, how many peak player counts are, uh, or how many people are playing at any given time. Avengers is struggling. Uh, the last like two, three weeks, it's been anywhere between 600 and 2,000 peak players per day, uh, which is scary. So at, at one point, like at any given time, you can check the peak amount of people playing the game and Avengers is struggling on PC. Yes, it's, been, it's on multiple platforms, but something named Marvel's Avengers from Crystal Dynamics published by Square Enix only having 600 to 2,000 people playing at any given time is on any, really on any, scary. On any platform. On any platform, yeah. Because yeah. uh, the PC platform, huge platform. Of course, yeah. there could be some people playing on Stadia. Probably not. Uh, but, so the game's struggling. Uh, Crystal Dynamics is aware of this. Uh, so things are happening. Uh, Cape Bishop DLC that's supposed to come out this month, that is delayed. That's not happening. No news on when that's going to happen. Uh, next-gen Avengers, which was supposed to be out this year, uh, shortly after console leech, uh, launches, uh, that has been delayed till 2021. Uh, no specific date given, other than next-gen versions are delayed. Of course, you can use backwards compatibility to play your PS4 version. It just won't have any of the extra bells and whistles like ray tracing uh, and, you know, better... Better, Which, better textures and stuff. Compared to, compared to some other games that are already talking about next gen upgrades, they're uh, most games next gen upgrades aren't going to be ready day and date anyways. Yeah, uh, but they, you know, we're like three weeks out, you know, from it. So yeah. like this is like one of those things where it's just like there. This is seems like it's all happening really fast, or them deciding not to to do things is happening really fast. Uh, Crystal Dynamics put up a blog post on uh, their their Avengers website. Uh, the statement that everyone's been picking is uh, Marvel's Avengers launch was not without turbulence, and we recognize that a number of issues detracted from your enjoyment of the game. This does not align with Crystal Dynamics' value of craftsmanship, and for that, we sincerely apologize. Uh, as a make good for the community, they put together like a package which, uh, with all the various in-game currencies that are in there to the players that are currently playing to kind of say like, hey, sorry that we can't fulfill our roadmap stuff. Uh, but we're working to fix the game. Uh, 
this was the thing leading up to Marvel's Avengers that we were worried about of can Crystal Dynamics, who's mostly known for single player games, could they make a live service game? And could Square Enix, even though Final Fantasy Bioshock. 14 super successful MMO. Bioware. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were worried about this. Like, could they do it? And it looks like they can't. And they're going to have to, like, pull back and look at it. Uh, Dave, what are your thoughts? Because it's like you are a live service guy by default. Well, it's it's everything, though. Like, it's it's the stuff that we were even talking about before where, like, me being a live service looter guy, I enjoy live service games. I enjoy looters tremendously. Um, the, the lack of loot, cosmetic-looking loot in the game was always a concern that I talked about. It's like, how can you get a better thing? How can you make Hulk look different? He's Hulk. <laughs> like you can't like you turn you know it's like it's and it's why like certain games like like the like the division are successful and division two are relatively successful or destiny or you know even if you want to classify like Fortnite and rainbow six siege like these are things that these companies build and mold from the ground up to how they want them to do destiny can make a guardian look anything they want because it's theirs mm-hmm using a license whomever the license is in this instance marvel like they can't they could but i don't think it would it would go over well but they can't like make a pink suit for captain america like what? or a different <laughs> helmet like captain america can't wear a different helmet or have a different shield like it's that makes him not captain america and and i think that was like the the thing that was bothering me when i played it in the, the beta it's like they have alternate costumes and they're all like from the comics but the loot that you get you put mm-hmm. on your character and it just vanishes like right. it's not actually it's just it's just numbers going up for no reason and i think that's shows you that they didn't know exactly what they wanted to do or they didn't know how to do it mm-hmm. and and still honor like the marvel brand right because like yeah like captain america has alternate suits but you can't put and I don't know the names of this, but you can't put MCU pants on with a comic book chess piece. Like, which would have been that. a nice, yeah, which would have been a nice thing to do of just like but mix and match a little customer. I don't think that would go ever well with the community or, or hardcore Marvel fans of like it's it's one whole piece. Like it's it's a top to bottom costume. Like you, it when and if Spider Man's in the game, you can't put Miles Morales's shirt on Peter Parker and put you know, spider versus pants on Peter Parker and let your guy look like that. You could, but I don't know if people would like that versus Uh, again, like the division, like they can just make an exotic set of, you know, boots that do something cool or gloves in the game. And they can make them look however they want to make them look because it's Tom Clancy's world. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. they have some restrictions of like, um, of a tactical military style look to it. But at the same time, they can just do whatever they want and you can mix things around. And then they have the transmog ability of where you can change things like and but like Avengers doesn't even have that to where you can you know mess with this stuff. And for me, like the playing it at the beginning, I own the game um, and I played, you know, I don't even remember what I played six or ten hours and the campaign and the story was was good and compelling. But the skill trees, I talked about it before, the skill trees and the loot and the way it was the progression just felt off. When you're yeah. trying to make a you know, you're trying to make a campaign that you're introducing new characters as you go through versus even I think they would have they could have even been successful if each of these characters had their own independent three hour campaign and you had four or five characters at launch that you could play 
and then after those three or four hour campaigns, the the, the live service part took over, and then the the things started seeming together. Versus now, it's like you start as Kamala Khan, and then you pick up you know you pick up Bruce Banner, and you pick up Iron well, Man, and then when you all of a sudden you're level ten or eleven, and you're picking up Iron Man, and it's your first time playing with them. And you're getting stuff that was a little bit below or it's like really high and it, you don't really get to pr- progress with them. And then again, at the cause, you can't you can't put a different weapon type in Iron Man's hand. You can't give all of a sudden give Hulk a sword like it. That just doesn't work. Well, and here's the thing, like from what I when I talk to people that like finish the campaign, the the campaign's good. Like it, it's yeah, it's better absolutely. than it That's should be. Too. Yeah. And yeah. The, after you finish the campaign, then the live service stuff starts, and then it there's just nothing there because it, it's repetitive, mm-hmm. and there's no end game. Like that yeah. again. Like there's no. This is again. Going and they literally back to, had a movie with that name <laughs> that they could like is, take inspiration from. You know, post campaign content. You know, or like the, you know, this is the problem. And 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 I don't want to keep wrapping everything around and attaching to this. But the pinnacle for success for this right now, whether you believe it or don't believe it, is Destiny as the franchise and their raids you know i know michael hates their raids but in terms of destiny the- one though like is like the 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 thing you look at and like this is how a live service game could work yes and this is what you should look at but we've seen over and over again how many live service games look at destiny and they're like we're not going to look at that and right. then they continue to make the mistakes that destiny made themselves yep like Bungie worked hard to get Destiny where it was, but there was Destiny was not without its faults. Yeah, but you can't, Destiny, I think with these yeah. live service games, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like so, Avengers has a great campaign and a terrible live service. Destiny One had a terrible campaign and a great live service. Mm-hmm. And then you wrap around to Division. Both Division games had really good campaigns. And, you know, and like that, the, the way that Division 2 handled world tiers, like that worked really well. But then after you got to the top of the world tier, it kind of got stale. And then they're trying to throw all these different things at it. They're just now they're just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what's sticking. And people, you know, and then Destiny continued to produce good endgame content until Destiny 2 because they kept hearing people say, well, like, that's too far away from me. I can't get there. And, and you know, so then you got the catch up mechanic. And then Destiny 2 came out and had a good campaign. And no end game. <laughs> yes, it's it's just this is frustrating because like I, I feel like based on how Square's handled their Western developed games, Square just doesn't know what to do. They know Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. yeah. and they know Kingdom Hearts, and they stumble there too. But those are their things. Their Japanese developed stuff is good, but when it comes to them trying to do Western market appeal, they just can't. And I feel like we would ha- be having Avengers would probably be a game of the year contender. If it was just a single player story, that was yep. it. Because a single player story is good, but Crystal Dynamics and um, Eidos Montreal, yeah. they had to then work on this live service game, which then most likely took resources away from the single player game. And they could have probably made the single player game more fleshed out and really fine tune that to be a even better experience. And we would be having a completely different discussion about this game. We would probably be talking about this game. Because you could have had a really cool Miss Marvel story. Yeah. That right, and could have leads into, and then could have turned into a whole universe for Square Enix to play with mm-hmm. of all the characters that they have in this game. Uh, and you know they probably would have worked on individual licenses, but there's there could have been potential for this to really blossom. Instead, they're like, let's do a live service game. Let's see if we can get that microtransaction money, 
and this is what we have. And now Crystal Dynamics is going to have to rework this game to try and get it to work. And their roadmap has basically been delayed because I'm assuming if Kate Bishop's delayed, then the other characters behind Kate Bishop, they're also delayed. The Spider-Man DLC has to be delayed. But, and, and the problem that they're running into, I guarantee the problem that they're running into is they're looking at feedback. They're looking at how people are playing. And then the Kate Bishop DLC is more of what we already had. Yeah, it's and, just, and here's like, Kate well, Bishop. Okay, we can't do that. You know, like they're yeah. like obviously, obviously we can't do that. So they're retooling it or changing some things. Similar to how Division's done it. Similar to how Destiny's done it. Similar to how Anthem has attempted to do it. Um, similar to how Rainbow Six Siege has done it and been successful with it. Similar to how Ubisoft has been successful with For Honor, continuing that game, and they've just they've grabbed onto the for and with For Honor's example. They've latched onto the people that are continuing to play the game and looking at what they're doing and building on what they're doing, not trying to do what they want to do. They're they're looking at the community, and that's how these games can grow. and And, and Avengers isn't dead; it's not. It's it, it by any means it's not dead. This can be fixed, and and you know, and this can be something that sticks around for a long time. They just have to figure out a way to m- make it, it compelling enough to the average person that finishes the campaign. When the Kate Bishop stuff shows up, saying I want to play, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Avengers, this this game won't go away. Uh, contractual obligation, it won't go away, and also because there's still money to be made here if they can write the ship. Because we've seen, uh, we always, re- you know, we reference Destiny for like how to do a life service game, and then we reference Rainbow Six for how to save a game. Yeah. And uh, division, and division, uh, division one, division uh, one, yeah, division yeah. two. I think they've given up. Yeah, Division 2 and then Breakpoint. So, you know, it, it, there's there's blueprints on how to save uh, a, a game like this and turn it into something good. And because it's Marvel's Avengers, right? there's value in it to, if they do fix it, it can then well, turn into something that lives forever. And the potential is there, too. Like you said, the campaign is good. The dialogue between the characters is good. Adding more characters to it and bringing and telling the story of lesser-known characters, or not even lesser-known characters, but just the opportunity to to find out more about the characters that you've seen. Like, I'm... Because um, uh, I'm terrible at this. The girl in Avengers, all the Avengers... Scarlett Johansson. Um, yeah. Black, Black Widow. I am super fascinated in her story because of all the little things that we've seen her do in all these Marvel movies. I want to yeah. know how, like, what, you know, how did this become, you know, because she's, like, an Avenger without any, like, ridiculous godlike abilities. You know, so finding out about her is fascinating to me, you know, and then, you know, like, the the whether you liked the movie or didn't like the movie, finding out how, you know, Captain Marvel became Captain Marvel, like, that stuff is really cool. And, you know, they can still do that in, vid- in video games. And, and she's not a new character, but... I didn't know who Miss Marvel Kamala Khan was until this game came out, really. I don't pay enough attention to the comics. The the thing that's cool, though, is because they picked Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel is one of the leaders of Young Avengers in some of the Mm -hmm. things. And you can introduce a whole Miss America, who I think they just cast in one of the movies. Like um, You have uh, Wiccan, who's like Vision and Wanda's kid. There's so many cool... There's Young Hulkling. There's like Young Loki. There's so many... Yeah, I mean, we started seeing Other it characters. in the movies with the Captain America transition, or what appears yeah. to be the Captain America transition. Like, and like they can tie these movies into it. I mean, we've seen video games, like we've seen WB give Rocksteady the ability to make a new villain in the Batman world. Yeah, and it's been relatively successful from what I've seen. We've seen 
you know, whether the company, the the publisher as Telltale as a company, but The Walking Dead, like building a whole new character world within the, within the atmosphere, like this can work. Yeah, it and just has to be done better. I I would almost want them to. I know they're not going to give up on the live service stuff because you know they see money in there. But if they can transition to this, because chances are Square, like EA, when EA made the deal with Disney for Star Wars, Square probably made a multi-year, multi-game deal with Disney for Marvel's Avengers. And I wonder if they'd be willing <laughs> to give up. On... I think they signed this deal before Disney bought Marvel. No, they wouldn't have. That was they bought Marvel way too. Because uh, I remember hearing about ago. this a long time ago, but I mean, no, because like Square. Yeah, got you're, the, you're right. I'm, yeah, you're, you're you're probably right. I mean, I I just I, I relate relate a lot of stuff to when I remember reading about stories based on which stores mm-hmm. I worked at at the time, and I feel like this was like three years ago that we heard about this Avengers project three or three and a half years ago, and I just I don't really feel like that in my mind. Like Disney bought Marvel. They did because the MCU yeah. just passed its ten year. Uh, anniversary so with with marvel i mean with Disney uh marvel years? yeah it would have been like eight years wow. uh because okay. like the yeah. iron man movies well, were made before to, that. i don't know how to tell time then yeah <laughs> uh so but but here this is the thing that worries me is like there was rumors that were like pretty much confirmed by a lot of different sources that there's a guardians game being made by square somewhere you know, mm-hmm. like, what does that look like? Does that just get canned or delayed if that was also going to be some... Or does that get shoved into this game now? You yeah, know, like... or was there going to be a teaser uh, for the Guardians in this game eventually that they're like, well, shit, we, we can't do a Guardians live yeah. uh, you know, can, live yeah. service game. But again, they can fix this. Like, I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now, they can fix this. Make your base game $20 for Black Friday. Get your get your DLC or your expansions or your additional content free free stuff that you're gonna use like get it right get the people in there buying the game and get it right and you'll be fine. That's kind of what I'm waiting for because I want to play the single player game. Yeah. Uh, campaign. I'm I'm waiting for this for be a sale and because the box is Marvel's Avengers mm-hmm. and it has all the heroes people know on it, it's gonna sell the holidays. Uh, we don't know yeah, what the holidays uh-huh. are gonna look like yet, but. It's still going to sell because yeah, people got to buy something. It's the same thing we've been talking about, though. You can have anybody go into the store and buy PS5, Xbox Series, S or X, whatever they're going to buy. And they're looking to get it you know, as a Christmas gift. And they're looking at the games that are available. And, oh, this is going to work on this thing. And it's a Marvel game. Like, okay. Like, There's going to be someone that's at a store. And they're going to see Spider-Man and Avengers sitting next to each other. And they'll be like, well, that only has one superhero. And yep. that has five of them, and they're yep. going to pick up Avengers, you know? So yep. it, it, the game's going to sell despite itself, and Square's going to have to, like, actually do something to turn this around, and maybe they can save it, and maybe they can't, but they probably have a big deal. I mean, shit, no one talks about it, but EA eventually saved Battlefront. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, I mean, you know, so Battlefront is Battlefront still, like... Is- pretty good yeah so like they have done some stuff um but let's move on to the next story let's get into some next gen shit uh because we're getting so close um so um by the way this is before you talk about this story this falls under duh i know but it's been so weird uh how just, this would have gone I'm down. I'm prefacing yeah. it before you finish your sentence and get my initial reaction because my reaction to this is duh. Yeah. <laughs> so there's been a ton of mixed messages on if Microsoft will publish Bethesda games on other platforms, aka PlayStation and Switch. Um, Phil Spencer 
came out uh, with an interview with Kotaku last week, and he said, uh, when asked if Microsoft can recoup the purchase of Bethesda by being exclusive. So can they make back the $7.5 billion by being turning all Bethesda games into exclusive games? And Phil Spencer said, yes. This deal was not done to take games away from another player base like that. Nowhere in a documentation that we put together was... How do we keep other players from playing these games? We want more people to be able to play the games, not fewer people to be able to play games. But I'll say in the motto, I'm just answering directly the question that you had. But I think about where people are going or where people are going to be playing and the number of devices that we had and we have xCloud PC and Game Pass for our console base. I don't have to ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms that we support in order to make the deal work for us whatever that means so he almost sounded a little snarky uh, in mm. this of just like i they can make the money back without releasing the games on playstation because i feel people are a little weird by the, with that where they're like though they have to put it on playstation to make the money back and that's uh-uh. that's not the game they're playing not, and they don't not true so. and it's microsoft they don't need to make the money back This is a company that could take a bath, a billion dollar bath and be fine. Like still walk away unscathed. They do it all the time. Their phone service. They ate probably more than a Bethesda deal uh, for their, for their windows phone shit. Like, so uh, let me, let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Did the uncharted series suffer because it wasn't on PC or Xbox? No. Uh, Did, did last of us suffer because it wasn't on PC or Xbox? No. No. Okay. Did Halo suffer because it wasn't on PlayStation? Yeah, but you are talking about games that were exclusive from the start. I think people are worried. Did Destiny but... suffer from a one-year contract with Sony for exclusivity? No, but that content did suck. I agree, but did it suffer? <laughs> no, it didn't suffer at all. So what I'm what I'm saying is that now, when you know people are mad that Spider-Man's exclusive you know to to ps4 or playstation for marvel's avengers like we were just talking about yeah but everybody's like but sony owns them sony owns spider-man so now i feel or i think that we will get better i think bethesda as a studio will get better with the help of microsoft you would hope uh that they would get better uh Mm -hmm. and then thus you know allowing them to produce hopefully more continuous games because you know we hear about starfield and you know the issues that fallout had and fallout 76 had and the concern of like these games sometimes as from like you had mentioned like uh microsoft can absorb some 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 financial loss for a little bit for the potential of a, of a return on investment where maybe bethesda as a company had to get 76 out that year because they needed a heavy hitter for their revenue to pay their yeah. bills for that year for sure. And, you know, you know, so those those are real life things. This is why they sold. This is why they let themselves get purchased, because that was financial security for the company. And just basic math. And I know I talked about this before. And even if we lower the numbers, because everybody's like, well, there's, you know, like there is with this sale and this promotion today. We know right now there's at least 15 million subscribers to Game Pass right now. It's probably higher than that. But this is 15 million since the last time they said it. And. 
even if you take that number and make it 10 bucks a month, which would offset everybody that gets it for a dollar or $3 or $4 versus the same amount of people that got ultimate for 15 or 17 or whatever it is. So cut right in the middle at, you know, nine or $10 per month. Microsoft is making $150 million from game pass without the next generation of consoles existing. Yeah. With xCloud still being in beta, this number is only going to grow. So somebody can sit there and say X game has a $100 million budget or a $500 million budget, or they paid Destiny X amount of millions of dollars to be on Game Pass for however long it's going to be and say, oh, they're just hemorrhaging money when they're making $150 million a month. They could pay for the Bethesda purchase. They won't do this, but they could pay for the Bethesda purchase in less than three years just from Game Pass subscriptions. Never selling one of their Bethesda games at $70 on any platform if they choose. Never selling an, a, a, any new generation console or old generation console. Just the profits or just the money that's made from Game Pass. Yeah, but you also have to count. Well, three years is like looking at it yeah. like. Basic, if they just but, took the money yeah. from Game Pass, it, you yeah. know, like, yes, I know you're, that you're not counting licensing and, and all that and stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, but I'm just like for, you know, for them to sit there and why does it make financial sense for them to go to Destiny and say, hey, we want Beyond Light on Game Pass. And here's, you know, what I would assume that Bungie goes, our projections are we're going to sell this many copies on game, on Xbox. What do you have to do to compensate for that? And they either have to hit the number or go higher. And, yeah. you know, whatever that number is, like, we'll probably never find out. But, yeah. you know, I, I promise you, if Elder Scrolls or Star uh, Starfield is exclusive to Xbox on PC and on um, con- or on PC and on console, this franchise will move consoles. Mm-hmm. It will. Like, yeah. Well, here's the thing, like. I, I hate when games are exclusive to things, but that's just the the beast. That that's just how this business works. There will be exclusives. Uh, most of the people that because ex- it seems weird that like you see this where like uh, like the Sony fans that are hurt by Bethesda being purchased by Microsoft um, are upset and they they assume that they have to have the Bethesda games on PlayStation franchises for them to survive. But at the same time, you don't see those same people saying like, oh. Deathloop, that shouldn't be exclusive to us. That shouldn't be exclusive to PlayStation because it's hurting the Xbox fans. Or, um, you know, like the Kingdom Hearts series for so long was exclusive. Mm-hmm. And the Spider-Man game is exclusive. You don't see those fans being like, no, we don't want this to be exclusive to this platform. We want the Xbox people to play it too. So, like, the only people Purch- that are... Go on. Go ahead. Uh, oh, no, purchasing, like, you know- pur- purchasing an exclusive now looks bad. Like, if, yes. if you if you go to, to Bungie or to... Um, you know, I don't it, it it to Epic or to Ubisoft and purchase an exclusivity thing now. That looks bad. So the way that they've gone around it is they're like, fuck it, I'll just purchase the studio. Yeah. And you know, you know Sony's we just did talked- it too. <laughs> Sony yeah. bought Insomniac. And why did Sony buy Insomniac? Because they wanted them to make games for them exclusively and not for anybody else. And and they were worried about Facebook or somebody buying them for their VR tech. So instead of sitting there saying, we want to make IP contracts with you, they just bought the whole thing. Yeah, and and Microsoft is, has a bigger bank, uh, bank account. And, you know, they just bought a whole-ass publisher, you know. Uh, so we're we're in an arms race, and Microsoft does have like the unfair advantage in terms of money and a company that's probably willing to take a loss 
forever how long it takes because they're playing a I, I long game with Game Pass. Their purchasing of Bethesda is going to be a loss, though. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, but I'm saying in yeah, terms it's an of initial like, hard investment at the start. Yeah, yeah. And even if it doesn't work out, it's not going to hurt Microsoft in the long run. Like, but it's going to work out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not going to work out. But in terms of Microsoft, of just like, oh, how much would it cost? Seven point five billion. Eh, fuck it. Let's just try it. You know, because we want Game Pass and, and in other, every home. The other thing, though, too, is like. I it, it's not really talked about on here at all, but I fully expect Elder Scrolls or Star Citizen or Fallout or the next Doom. You're not going to be able to buy it on Steam either. You're going to have to buy it on the Xbox PC store. They're going to, you know, that you are. like <laughs> No, but they've been opening up. They actually put Halo on Steam recently. They're going to put it on Steam, but it's going to have... This this is probably when they're gonna probably piss Steam off and put like, hey, you get exclusive content if you get it on Game Pass on PC. But they're but gonna they want just... you to go to their they're gonna want you to go to their storefront and before you buy it, they're gonna say, hey, do you know before you spend seventy dollars on this that you can spend fourteen dollars a month and get all of this? Including oh yeah, this yeah, game? no, yeah. like that's I, gonna that that's gonna happen. Game Pass yeah. isn't going anywhere, and I just don't see anybody that can and the majority of people going to a store. And buying a game for $70 that will always be on Game Pass for 10 to $15 a month. Like it, yeah, and, and you, it you'll have people that... Make, well, cause, cause you'll, sense. Those are probably going to be the, the same people that are physical media people where they want to own mm-hmm. it. But you don't really yeah. own the game on Steam anyways. You know, like you don't right. own digital games to begin with. Uh, so you'll, you'll definitely get people like, like that who will be in it. But that's a small group. And it might like, be like if you only play Elder Scrolls, like the people that only play WoW, like that's their only game. Like that's you're the minority. Like you're fine. They're banking on your $70. They're going to get your $70. But that person that's on the fence about it. Yeah, you know. I mean, like, hell, that's how we played Bleeding Edge and yeah. all the other how Microsoft exclusive be, games. How upset would you be if you spent sixty dollars on Bleeding Edge? I would be very upset. Uh, I, I, I would have been bothered. Shit, I would have been bothered. Like, I wish Avengers was on one of these services because mm-hmm. I would have been upset if I spent sixty <laughs> on Avengers. But then, but everybody's like, well, stuff goes away and comes back. You know, goes off a of Game Pass, not Xbox exclusive studios. They're yeah, gonna those be there are going to stay on. Yeah, yeah. Shit, they just added a bunch of. Uh, uh, Double Fine games to Game yeah. Pass, and I don't expect those to disappear anytime soon. Doom just got added. The yeah. newest Doom, Doom Eternal, I think. Mm-hmm. So this is just how it's going to be. Like, I, it just it would be crazy. Like, as much as I would love Microsoft to put the Bethesda game store on PlayStation, which there's still a possibility they might do it, just to maybe entice people to like come I over think, to Game Pass. I think there's a higher. No, I think there's a higher chance. That you see Game Pass somehow purchasable on PlayStation, then you see a Bethesda game on PlayStation. No, I, I, I don't see that being a thing possible. But I can, I think there's a small chance that you'll see a Xbox Game Studio Game Pass logo before you load up a Bethesda game on PlayStation. Then those games come into that platform. Like I think there's a chance that you'll see those games come over. But it's a very small chance because Microsoft's going to want to make the money and they want to get the, the Game Pass money as fast as they can get it. And the best way to do that is to be like Starfield, PlayStation or uh, Xbox exclusive, Game Pass exclusive. If, if Sony purchases Ubisoft next week, would you expect the newest Assassin's Creed to be on Xbox? Yes. And that's where I was talking about earlier with the, with fanboys who would like get angry about it. If Mike, if Sony bought assassin's creed sony would not hesitate to make assassin's creed exclusive they mm-hmm. wouldn't so it's i don't not, know why people expect microsoft to be the nice guy 
Yeah. Uh, in it's this not like scenario. Sony produced and grew these studios. They purchased all these studios. They purchased Naughty Dog. They purchased um, Sucker Punch. Like they, you know, they were making games and they they had deals with them and they went and they bought them. Like I just don't just because they did it one at a time versus buying a huge studio. Like if like if Sony bought Activision or if Sony bought EA, like would you expect Madden to be on on uh, Xbox next year? Well. Bad, bad example because sports games are have word licenses, but yeah, like, but I wouldn't expect Mirror's Edge to be on Xbox mm-hmm. or whatever, like, or Battlefield. Overwatch. Yeah, I wouldn't they expect purchased Activision. You know, like, yeah, it's just it's, it's just one of those things where it's like if one does it, it's okay, but if the other one does it, it's bad. Like we had this problem the, with the 360 era with all the Xbox exclusives, and then it switched over to the during the PS4 era with all the PlayStation exclusives. Yeah. And, I, I think the thing is, it's this is the first time like the underdog has made it microsoft's not like underdog in terms of like sales Mm -hmm. ps4 sold over 100 million and xbox is somewhere between like 40 and 60 million so Mm -hmm. you have 100 million people versus 40 million people so of course when those 100 million people lose potentially a ton of franchises they're gonna freak out um but it would it just wouldn't make business sense for microsoft it's it just comes down to where you want your money to come from do you want to sell a hundred million four hundred dollar boxes or do you want to get somebody for two three years giving you 15 bucks a month yeah of that hundred wherever they play yeah and and, like you can uh, buy game pass if you have an android phone you don't have to own a pc or a console and you can still not, use your PlayStation I'm not, controller. I'm not saying Game the Pass. experience is going to be a fantastic experience, but it's possible. I can. I've been playing XCloud on my Chromebook and on my Android phone, and for most of the games that I'm playing on there, some of them it, it works fine. So it's you know like it's. I respect Sony's. Like you want to play Spider Man, buy this box. But now it's going to be you want to play Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. Buy Xbox Game Pass. I'm trying. I'm trying to see, like, just Fallout Four, for example, um, how many that sold. Um, hold on, just uh, give me a couple. Yeah, because minutes. like you know, we had Fallout Four, you had Fallout Seventy Six, you got Skyrim. Like these are games that people put significant amount, a significant amount of time into, um, along with you know the Star Citizen, which is their new thing, and the Elder Scrolls. Like was you know even all the, like this is like the stuff that people aren't for are the Elder Scrolls card game, um you know these are all things that Microsoft now owns, um, yeah that are you know that are uh, carry uh, what's is is it is Gwent is Gwent made by Bethesda? No no that's CD Projekt Red. Okay, but but there is an Elder Scrolls card game right? Yeah yeah they, there's a bunch of different Elder Scrolls stuff on mobile that yeah. now Microsoft and controls or can owned kill by Microsoft now yeah yeah. And I don't. I don't think that they're gonna. They're gonna kill it. So it's just. It's. It's fascinating. And people are like, like this is. You know, Phil Spencer. Like he. Who knows what the Xbox One launch would have been like if Phil Spencer was leading it. Yeah, it would be different. These purchases might have happened way back then, and people would have been less angry because some of these franchises wouldn't exist this, anymore. What they're what they're building now and what they're doing, they've kind of just repackaged it. But this is the. The, the DRM that they were trying to do when Xbox One launched. Yeah, yeah. Game Pass, you got to be connected. Like, yeah, they, they, they yeah. got to verify you somehow, or you have to check yeah, just, in every once in a while. They were just too early. Sony yeah. took advantage of Microsoft trying to do something too new too soon. 
Yeah. So I looked up, like, I can't find official numbers for Fallout 4. The only thing I could see is that they sold 12 million units to retail. Yeah. Uh, which we would assume by now they sold through. So of those 12 million people, even if it's a 50-50 split, like mm-hmm. 6 million to Xbox, 6 million to PlayStation, I know PCs in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Microsoft, when they look at the numbers of just like, okay, so we can sell 6 million units at, you know, at $60. But what if we can peel 2 million of those units into Game Pass? Mm-hmm. Like, that probably makes up for whatever the, the 4 million difference would be. You know, getting 2 million of those PlayStation people onto their platform, either a phone, a computer, or an Xbox, paying monthly subscriptions, that most of them will probably forget they even have it, or they will jump in and be like, well, let me try this game. And they're probably just one life service a game away from this permanently including I, game pass I know, in I know we their... talked about it but I just I don't remember was uncharted 1 made when Sony owned Naughty Dog I believe so yeah okay. uh, it's, I, I... it's sucker punch that you were confused with sucker right. punch wasn't bought until the second one yeah okay. I believe so like again these companies prove that they can produce quality content Jack and Dexter was not I, I don't think they owned them when they made Jack I think, you know, so they prove that they can make good games. Um, And we've heard that, you know, like Sony is allowed, you know, when Sony purchased these studios and giving them the time, we've seen all that stuff, whether it's Uncharted or Last of Us or God of War or whatever it is, you know, uh, days gone, that they've given the studios the time and the freedom that they need to make these games. And to think that Microsoft can't do the same thing to give Bethesda the extra six months it needs so that their game isn't a broken piece of crap at launch. Like, you know, like that carries a significant amount of weight with all of a sudden a new fallout comes out and you know somebody's like hey it's fun and it works and somebody's like all yeah. right i'm gonna i'm gonna play it and then and all of a sudden they start picking up more stuff you start hearing more word of mouth stuff positivity word of mouth or negative word of mouth carries a significant amount of weight fallout 76 is dead because of the negativity around it like they can't they you can't fix it anthem is dead because of the ne- negativity around it they can't fix it almost unless you do a hard reboot um like it just can't be fixed anymore a new game coming out and people going hey this is a lot of fun they look up a youtube video they look up a twitch stream and then they find out like oh you can only i can only play this and i'm i'm a console guy i can only play this on xbox series oh the series s is only 300 dollars, and game pass is only 15 bucks okay. yeah well, well here's a here's a here's a scenario that microsoft can pull and that will probably pull some hardcore playstation fallout fans they could say hey we own fallout and we own Basidian, the creators of Fallout, who haven't played made a Fallout game since New Vegas. We're going to have them make a new Fallout game. You're going to pull some of the hardcore PlayStation Fallout fans to that platform because that is an option. It's the um, exact same thing that Sony did with Kojima. The exact yes. same thing. But they just yes. didn't buy a studio yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that that's going to be one of those ones where, like... <laughs> If you see Konami get purchased or their IP library gets purchased by Sony, expect oh, them God. to make <laughs> uh, make that deal for Kojima. Which or would probably they, be, or, or or you hear that Kojima Studio is closing, and then the next week Sony announces that <laughs> yeah. Kojima is the head of Konami. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so all that stuff can happen. All right, let's move on because we've, we've talked about this yeah. a, a while. Um, so uh, Dave, another week went by, and we have uh, more PlayStation stuff. Uh, the UI or UX, I'm not used to people calling it a UX, user interface, uh, was shown in a state of play video. Um, some of the things that I bullet pointed just so we can talk about it briefly, cause it's one of those things you just have to like look at it and see it. Um, 
uh the ui it's going to be in 4k hdr uh i feel like the design is i know it's just a menu uh (laughs) the the design overall seems very similar to the ps4 just prettier like a little bit uh like they're they adjusted some things but like that tile thing is still there but it's you can tell it's made for a big tv yeah their new cleaner xmb which is all the ps4 ui was was a better version of the xmb yeah you have like the ua the xmb icons just at the bottom and then you have a tiles thing uh the best thing i can say about that is i do like it it, it looks cleaner it is definitely made for a large tv because like those mm-hmm. TV, those uh video game icons are very small which probably mm-hmm. look better on a big tv curious to see how it looks on like my my monitor which mm-hmm. is not a 16 inch tv um so they have that stuff. Uh, I will say I do like that they separated video games and media. Like there's a separate tab thing there to, to clean up the they UI. Kind of did on PS4 now. Like you have to go into a media folder anyways. Yeah, but it takes up but like a, a tile in a, a game folder. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I put all those apps in like one thing anyways. Um, so I like that. Um, they added a control center. So this is like a quick dashboard for in-game use. Uh, this is very similar to what you would kind of see on your phone. Like there's a bunch of activity cards. Um, the activities show things that you can do in game with like percentages and like time to complete. Um, and it can also quickly jump you to in game moments. This is the thing I think we're going to talk about the most. Yeah. (laughs) Here. So my first question to you is, is watchdogs Legion going to support this? So I think (laughs) like with a lot of Sony special features, this will be supported at launch and then we'll see it slowly die. Except for first party. Except for first party, because uh, be, not only do you have the activity, so the activities I think are going to be really easy. I think developers can support the activities for quite a long time and it probably wouldn't take too much work because mm-hmm. it's just tracking that stuff anyways. It's just putting that stuff user forward. It's the guides. So in the uh, control center and like uh, you can look up basically like game guides where there will be videos for how to achieve like certain trophies or certain in-game activities that will basically take you to a clip of the game and that you can pin to it which is really nice to see the pin pinning yep. video stuff xbox has had that for a while like the video pinning uh but this is specifically like game guides but this uh, is also tied to trophies tr- yes yeah so it's a way that you can achieve trophies which so, is something that people have been asking for for years like if i'm supposed to get 50 headshots in a game can you tell me when i have 40 yeah like and, you, you know that aspect bar. that aspect of it i think will probably be supported forever because it's just an easy thing for developers to do because they're already tracking I, that stuff i don't because i think it's going to be supported in the game menus no you know maybe, maybe that will transition to that but a lot of these games already keep track of these stats in their games themselves and then the trophy pops when you complete the activity yeah uh the thing that i don't think will be supported very long are the guides like mm-hmm. the ability to pull up video clips of and unless they the only way that that's going to work long term is if the YouTuber or the content creator can link to the game to where like they almost. But then, so then the only can... thing that sucks about that is that somebody has to police that content because like the well, last yeah. thing you would want is a kid clicking on how to find Sackboy's special hat. And, and then it's you down a, a video uh... that you don't want. <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah. Because, and, and, and... because they have an algorithm or a link that says, hey. This is uh, helpful. Know, tro- trophy number fourteen in you know Sackboy Adventure. You know, like there's a link that you know that they can that attach it to where it pings. It's how people PS. abuse the YouTube Kids thing, where yeah. they they put they put stuff in their YouTube videos that will get flagged by YouTube Kids, so then they can get children to watch their garbage. Yeah, um, yeah. So 
I feel like Sony for first parties would probably hire like a small staff that will do all the guides for the first party games. So those video clips mm-hmm. will come directly from Sony. And this is the thing. I don't see third party developers. I don't see the benefit for them to do this and support the guide thing. Uh, because that's just extra work, you know. It's like okay, or, now or, we... so, or Sony reaches into an agreement with like Gamespot or IGN, yes. and their wiki people they they're they're taught how to click link it to there, <laughs> and that would be an expensive get for Sony for something that I don't, I I, I don't think that you're you're gonna change the player's behavior. Because I know for me, like if I'm stuck on something, I don't in my mind think, let me see if I can go into the store menu or the PlayStation menu and figure out how to do this. I just pick up my phone. Yeah. Um, so it's funny. I, I, I know a lot of people in the industry that make their living off like writing game guides and doing freelance yeah. work. And they were like all adding Sony like, hey, if you need someone to help you with these videos. Uh, but yes, financially, I don't think it would make sense for Sony to do that for every game. There's 4000 PS4 games. They're not going right. to be able to. Staff I don't think it's going to work with PS4 at all. No, 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 I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, how much staff you would need for the potential PS5 library. If the PS4 ended with 4,000 games, you would need a shit ton of staff to cover all the future PS5 games. Right. Uh, So... But I think it's more logical for them to sign some type of exclusivity contract with a game journalist company. But here's the thing. Even IGN doesn't do a guide for every single game. Right. You know, so, like, they would run into a thing. So they're going to rely on the developers to do it, which I feel like we'll see support with this scattered all over the place, either not supported. I mean, shit. On the PS4, Sony was like, developers need to put notes for their patches. And I swear to God. Yeah, 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 it doesn't happen outside of Sony. Sony is the only one that really supports that. Everyone else either links to a website or just says bug fixes. Uh, So the guy... Which also happens in the app stores. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, the guide thing is cool, but I just don't see it being supported long-term by third parties, and I don't think Sony would want to put the financial effort into making it, giving people incentive to do it. That's valid. Uh, So, I think it's a cool, shiny thing, and I'll talk about it, the cool, shiny thing, and when we get to what we're playing and watching of something I forgot that PS4 did mm -hmm. over the life cycle. Yeah, um, and then, uh, so screenshots, uh, so, oh, oh, I was gonna say about the guide thing, the only thing I can think of, so right now on the PlayStation, when you get a trophy, it takes a screenshot automatically unless you turn that off. Right. What if you hit a trophy and then PlayStation just, during your QA testing, because they have to QA everything to make sure it works, they just take the last 20 seconds of that trophy and that becomes the default guide video. That would have to be buried in their terms of service for you to produce, publish my video of me earning a trophy. No, no, not you. But like when they're doing a QA to make sure the game works and everything oh, like that, yeah, if true. they just built that into the the dev kit or whatever. Uh, Again, I think s- that'd be a first party thing. Yeah, yeah. But if they build it into the dev kit of just like, hey, every time the trophy's unlocked, it takes a 30 second clip and then it funnels it through our service thing. And that's a way to circumvent that. Um, I guess my question to you would be if somebody's QAing a game, does that mean they have to platinum the game? I don't know how exactly it works, but I'm assuming someone needs to, to test sure the, the game. Trophy pops, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, either the developer or the QA team. One of those two groups is although, making sure everything although works. Although you, you and I have both seen how sometimes developers force the game to do something in, in preview builds that we're playing. Yeah, yeah. I just wonder like whose side that would be put on. Right. Would it be put on Sony's QA team or would it be uh, on the developers? And here's the first cat. Um, so... Uh, another thing, I actually thought this was kind of cool. So screenshots, uh, developers can mark if they are spoilers. So you can't just send a screenshot to someone and potentially ruin the game for them. This works with videos too. So there's mm-hmm. some sort of policing going on with the videos. 
again, uh, I think that'll be something that will last for a certain amount of time, and then developers will will look at it and be like, "Well, we only had like six point two percent of the users look at these video these images. Is this yeah. worth our time?" It, but there are a lot of developers that will block just cutscenes yeah. from being streamed. Yep. So, so there there will be developers third party that will support that uh, heavily. Um, Parties, they said they're going to go into it more, but they said parties are going to be more than just voice chat. Uh, it almost sounded like they're trying for like a Discord thing of how parties will work. It'll be like like a group party thing. Uh, we'll hear more about that. Uh, but I know, Dave, you were hoping that this be flat out Discord integration. Uh, yeah. It looks like they're just going to try and mimic some sort of Discord thing, uh, which I'm now at the point where I my all my friends I play video games with, we're in a, our own Discord server and we just use that. Uh, for everything yeah but it's just how nice would it be for it to be in the game though so you don't have to have like one set of headphones plugged into your phone and still trying yeah. to hear the game you know like that's it and or being able to independently control people's volumes in the party like you can in discord like i just think that what it, it, you just need to embrace and let them like I, I don't think the discord would not discord as a company would not want to be on ps5 so yeah. like it's just i i don't see how discord is the the top tier thing i mean we heard back in the ps3 days like people were on skype um mm-hmm. uh, you know, ps3 yeah i, I yeah. was a skype user like yeah religiously. so it's like at this point in time like if you have that much of your user base that's doing it like just integrate it especially with yeah. cross-platform play being such a big deal like this is the co- you know like this is the company that let, let them deal with the problems like they're already like Sony's already having all that crap this week about oh you record my party chat oh no we don't oh yes you do like you can yeah. and like and i'm like make discord deal with it like i don't want to do it like just you, yeah. you... <laughs> well, one thing i'm curious about is they said that you would be able to uh like record someone that said something bad to you yeah. um and then send it to them i'm not in parties with strangers that i worry right. about that so yeah. does that mean that they're recording just in-game voice chat and how would that exactly work unless they're just pulling in-game voice chat and then just making it part of like the system uh, chat. You, at, at this point in time in the in the world if you think that they can't go back and and get your info from your party from ps4 like from the, the party chat you have with somebody like three months ago or anything like that like i think you're naive just no no like no, no. You, like i i know they can but i'm wondering yeah. if that's what they mean of just like they built something in the system to where you can pull that and be like this guy said something horrible to me instead of you because currently what you do is someone says some shit to you in destiny chat you report it and then bungie can go back and listen to that audio yeah. but you aren't pulling the clip for them. Bungie then has to do the work or take your word for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm wondering if there's like some system level chat system uh, that the games are using that's outside of party chat for them to actually do this policing thing. Because if it's just, you know, you're recording people that say something bad to you in a party chat, what's the point of that? Like, I don't talk with people in party yeah. chats that I don't know. Well, so. I think the problem initially was, and I think the real reason why the PS4 firmware update party system is working like it is right now that people hate mm-hmm. is because there used, there was this setting where you couldn't allow people to message you that weren't friends. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, so, but if you're in a party, if you and I are, are in a party chat and it's an open party chat, Anybody on your friends list can join the party, whether I'm friends with them or not. Anybody on my friends list can join the party, whether I'm friends with them or not. Now, you almost have to start like a message thread in order to then take that message thread and make that a party. Yeah. So I think that it's it's one of these things of like where we're, you know, because 
it sucks. It's annoying. You know, somebody sees their buddy in a party and they want to play a game with them, even though they're already playing a game with like me and they come in there and the stuff that we've always talked about, they're like blaring music in the background or their kids screaming in their thing, or they've got iPhone headphones plugged in their controller and you get that static sound. And you know, like those are all things that maybe this new system could prevent. What sucks about it is like, I usually will sign on and I'll be online to play games myself and I'll just jump in a party um, solo and if and then it's there and if somebody wants to jump in the party and talk to me like they can I don't really have that ability anymore yeah uh, one thing I hope they do fix is I hate the messaging system in a ps4 right now where yeah. you make a group and then yeah. you can't just delete the message yeah. yeah then you have to leave the group before you could delete the message I hope they fix that because anytime I get a hate message it really annoys me because like someone added you to a group and then I have to fucking like leave the group and then they feel like they won as opposed to me just leaving it red and deleted. Um, so overall, I'm happy with the UI. I, I think it, it looks good, but I didn't expect it to look bad. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the stuff they tweaked is it made me happy. I'm glad it's not a drastic change from the previous one. Cause I think the PS4 one has been the best one of all the previous consoles. Yeah. Uh, so this one looks even better. Uh, I, I, the only thing I'm worried about is how it's going to look on a smaller monitor or smaller TV. Uh, I have a 16 inch TV that it's going to live on, but when I stream, I'm going to put it on a 24 inch monitor and I'm just wondering how those small icons are going to look. Cause yeah. it's very, it pops like the, the UI they showed, yeah. it pops really well, but they also have a lot of small I- icons. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's fine. I love the fact that they showed the UI. I wish they would have shown a little bit more, um, I wish they would have shown. Yeah, I wish they would have shown like switching games instead of just going back and forth to Sackboy Adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they they did show like they showed playing Sackboy Adventure and then they showed um, Destruction Derby, but then they didn't go back to you know. Um, yeah, they showed how to take a screenshot in Destruction Derby. It's like, can we see more about that game you're charging seventy dollars for that people yeah, thought was going to be? I don't even care play? about that. But I mean, I, I I wanted to see the resume and quick pickup and like, can you like hop back and forth between games because. Like, I, you know, like everybody knows, like, I'll be in and out of Destiny all the time and I'll be playing Destiny and I'll, you know, again, you're connected to the service, you'll have to load up. But you could be, let's say you're playing a single player game and you're playing Last of Us and then you want to play a co-op game with your significant other and like, and then she's only home for like an hour and then you want to go back to the game you were playing. Like, is that going to, you know, like the loading times of the SSDs are going to be a hundred times better, but... You know, we've seen, and again, it's just because their competitors doing it. We've seen reports where you can unplug your Xbox and yeah. still plug it back in. I saw a video today of the of the time from a cold boot up to playing Gears. It took him 19 seconds to be in the game playing the yeah, game. Yeah, I, I want to see that stuff. I want to see. I actually really want to see a PS4 game running on the PS5, just because I'm buying Cyberpunk on ps4 because that's the only version available but i'm going to play it on a ps5 i'm buying valhalla the ps4 version but i'm going to play it on a ps5 like i want to see all that stuff i want to see it truly benefit from that i'm not starting ghost of tsushima until i have a ps5 uh just because i'll get the 60 frames and that but i want to see that stuff running hopefully we'll get that this week because every week now they've been showing Mm -hmm. something different um but yeah that that's all i had for the news though dave (laughs) <laughs> unless there's anything else you wanted to add mm. no i mean i think that pretty much covered everything i mean i love that we saw the ui but at the same time it's just time to to show some other stuff um show me games <laughs> all right so we're gonna get into um what we're playing and watching um 
so for me, uh, I've been playing a little, still playing play a little bit more of Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's a nice break from everything else that I've been playing. Um, it's it's just fun. I really like the Metroidvania side scrolling thing, which I I I always saw Ori being played, but I never I guess I never realized like that's how it works. Um, mm-hmm. and that's how the type of game it was. So I'm, I am definitely enjoying that. There's you know like the mechanics are getting as you progress through the game, the mechanics are getting a little bit more challenging which is which is fine but to take some brain power like there's a new ability that, that i have now that when i'm walking like up the left side of the screen the way the game works i still have to be pushing left or right so i'm having a hard time with that because i'm pushing to the left but my character's going up so, if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah so it's it's, it's kind of it's like a gravity kind of function that's it's messing with me a little bit but it's it's sure it's one of those things that as you play through it you'll kind of master the mechanic um and then um, I was on vacation this week, and I did I didn't play as much as I as I wanted to. There was some other stuff going on too, um, but for some reason, my son Owen, my five year old, he was you know like down a YouTube or Amazon Prime video watching thing like he does, and he started watching videos of people playing Knack. Okay. Um, and he I go and he was asking me about it, and he's like, "Can we get this game, Dad?" And I'm like, oh, "I think I have this game." So I'm looking on my phone, and I'm like, "Yeah, I do have." I couldn't remember if I owned Knack physically or digitally, and I owned it digitally, yeah. or it was a PS Plus game. Um, Might have been PS Plus. Yeah. So and I forgot Knack had co-op, local co-op, um, and I also forgot that Knack used the PlayStation speaker, the controller speaker. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like as you picked up relics, and it also had that ability to share items. And my wife was watching John or Owen play with me a little bit, and and then I'd go to work, and Owen would play a little bit more, and need Angela's help. And we were talking about it, and Angela's asking me, "I'm like, that's a that was a launch PS4 game." And she's like, "It still looks really good in terms of like oh, the, yeah, yeah. the shading, and it's it's not it's not. I mean, great. it was Mark Cerny. Uh, like yeah. he's probably trying to show off what he could of the. Yeah, I mean, it's system. not a like a like a, like a fantastic game. It has its problems with like the the way that the platforming and stuff. But like, I'm having a blast playing that game with my five year old right now. So like, and he wants to control Knack, so I get to control the little silver dude that can't die. But if Knack dies, then we reset to a checkpoint. So I'm like being punished for his ability to struggle. But he wants to play as the cool character and and not the little gimpy character. So. Yeah. Um, I got to play something at a, at a preview event that I can talk about next week. So that took up a huge chunk of my day, um, you know, during all this stuff. Um, then I messed around a little bit more. So I I don't have it. I, sh- I meant to bring it downstairs with me. I didn't bring it downstairs with me. So I'll take a picture of it and put it on Twitter and Facebook and stuff in the next day or so. But I um I got a blue wireless Bluetooth controller that also works with Android, and it's a mm-hmm. it's a I can clip my phone to it. Um, so for game pass, like it's, it's worked phenomenally. Like I, again, I messed around like 10 minutes with it with destiny and it was working really well. The, the controller itself was working great. This is like a $30 controller, uh, through Amazon. Um, again, I, I'm sorry. I don't have the, the name in front of me for it. I should have been yeah. a little bit more prepared, but, um, so if you're looking for something like that, it's, it's not too heavy. Like that was always my concern is like clipping, clipping a controller to, or clipping a game to a controller, clipping a phone to a controller, um, like would it make it like too top heavy and it seems to balance it really well. So I was actually like quite impressed with how it felt and how it, the buttons managed and worked. And um, we can, this controller can connect to the PS4 as well um, as well, you know, and, and Android. So it's definitely uh, something that's pretty cool. I'll, I'll, sh- I'll share some pictures of it today or tomorrow on social media so you guys can see what it is and what it's called. Um, 
but uh, for the most part, I I did watch some some random movies. I ended like today, I, like while I was kind of half awake, I ended up for some reason watching I Am Legend, another Will Smith movie. That wasn't very good. It was okay. Yeah, it was yeah. the book's better. I, I, yeah, I could definitely. The alternate see it being, ending is good. I didn't know there's an alternate ending. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, you know, watched you know, watched football over the weekend. Was watching some baseball. Was really hoping that Houston would win. <laughs> like I really <laughs> wanted Houston to win, just because, just to, in terms of baseball, to get to the World Series. Because like to come back from being down three zero to win and to be like then a they could have faced the Dodgers. Yep, to be a team that was like labeled as cheaters, and then they get punished for being a cheater, and then they still go to the World Series. I thought would have been fantastic, um, but. Uh, neither, neither here nor there that didn't happen so um yeah for the most part that's 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 it so okay uh for me a little bit more fall guys season two uh just been kind of dabbling in that i'm slowly i've seen myself to where like i'm having less and less fun with it i just kind of think i hit like my 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 wall with that game uh mm-hmm. so but i'm still playing it and trying to get some costumes because the costumes are really good but it's I'm at the point where I also feel dumb because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be playing this go- this game too long. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get that costume <laughs> for this game that I'm probably not going to play much longer after I get this costume. Um, me and Sarah, we were I mentioned a couple weeks ago, we were playing Hitman 2. Uh, we finished that. I believe we finished that. Uh, Hitman 2 is definitely one of those games where we're not paying attention to the cutscenes at all. Like, we want to skip through those as fast as possible because we just want to play a murder simulator uh, puzzle yeah, game, o- basically. O- Owen won't watch the story at Knack. Like, he learned how to skip cutscenes. And I just... <laughs> it's basically what's going on with with hitman it's like just put us in a scenario tell us who we have to kill and then let's spend an hour trying to figure out how to do this and i, I love the scenarios that they have uh we'll probably end up buying the first game because you can buy the first game as dlc maps for the second game mm-hmm. so we're probably going to do that just because it, it, it's isn't fun. one of them getting vr support soon too i believe the whole trilogy is getting vr support or three yeah so there's gonna be vr support for that eventually uh so hitman 2 is really great um i did get to see sarah finish assassin's creed origins uh she has been playing that for the last like three weeks um that game's long but i really liked uh, (laughs) before the the expansions (laughs) yeah it's just been funny though just because i've just been like watching valhalla is supposed to not be as long Cum- cumbersome yeah because uh, yeah, i know supposed to, supposed to be the a next bit more game. linear more streamlined yeah yeah because so I, i've been watching a little bit of that i saw the ending of it with her as she was playing it and that was entertaining just because how they wrap that up and like tie it into the other games really cool she started odyssey yesterday uh which i kept telling her i'm like if you think origins was long odyssey yeah. apparently is way longer yeah. uh so i'll probably through osmosis learn about odyssey uh, as as it's being played um i'm trying to get my my coworkers have been and my friends have been trying to do like a among us play night session it's just been hard to wrangle like seven or eight yeah. people uh, i really want to i really really want to do that but i just i'm i'm not sure who i want to you know yeah they're who i want to do that with i, I really and, want angela to participate in it and i think that mm-hmm. like me angela you and you know um your your, your, your partner yeah sarah I didn't know if you wanted her name on there or not. So. Uh, that's <laughs> um, and then, you know, like a, a couple handful of other people. I think it'd be a great like Friday night or Saturday night thing. But then getting everybody scheduled to link up. Yeah, that that's the current problem I'm having because it's not really fun to play with like more than or less than like a, a yeah. whole big group. 
Like because well, usually don't necessarily... two people have it anyways. I mean, I'm sure you, I know you can do like custom settings and stuff, but yeah, uh, I would want a full I think lobby. Eight to ten is like the sweet spot, I think. Yeah, but that and you don't want to play with randoms because you'll have to deal with tryhards and then yeah. just like you'll get into a group where they're just you know trolls. So definitely trying to organize that. Uh, so that that's kind of it for my watch uh, for my plane, like because. I dabbled a little bit in Tony Hawk, but like I said, that's just like my go-to. Like I have 10, 15 minutes or I don't really feel yeah. like playing something, but I want to play something and I load up Tony Hawk. There's um, just not a lot out there right now, man. Like that's no, kind of why I'm enjoying yeah. Game Pass. I was like, you know what? I haven't played Ori. Like, and, 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 and yeah, whatever. If you want to hear me, you know, keep talking about Game Pass, but it's just something that's always there. And for me, not having as much time with Xbox as I did over the last 10 years, um, like looking through the list of like, oh, that might be fun. And I really enjoyed playing Ori. And I you and... Oh, and need to play the Viva Pinata games because you guys would probably like that. Is that on Game uh, Pass? Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. it's a it's a 360 uh, franchise. Uh, I have Alan Wake downloaded too. A lot of people have been telling me I need to play that. Yeah, yeah, Alan Wake's really good. Yeah, I I need to cancel my Game Pass for PC because I haven't used it in a while, uh, and I'm gonna just re up. I'm gonna just get Ultimate when I get an Xbox later this year. Uh, so I, I've been meaning to cancel my Game Pass for PC. Uh, just because it's like $10 that I haven't been using the last two months. Uh, but see, that's how they get you, though. That's yeah. how that's where Microsoft's money is in, is people like me who have it and just keep letting it like lapse. Uh, or paying, keep letting you're just it paying renew. for Bethesda. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that, I'm, I'm helping them out, I guess. Uh, so I just got to do that. And uh, I haven't touched my Switch in a really long time. I don't know what, like I bought the, the collection, the Mario yeah. uh, 3D collection, and I just haven't. Wanted they to had play a bunch Switch of game. Mario games on sale for Prime Day. <laughs> on sale. Mm-hmm. thirty nine yeah. ninety nine or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, but then I started like, I forgot about like Link's Awakening and I'm like, hmm. You know, that was like 40 bucks or 50 bucks, I think that was. And I was like, huh. You know, like that's kind of like the remake of a Game Boy game. And um, I do, you know, I do want to get the, the collection that you have um, just to have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for again, for Owen to play some of it too. Um, but uh, I, I got two consoles coming out next month <laughs> that i gotta buy well, no and and the the, the... And, and beyond light comes out next month too and that's gonna be like 40 or 50 bucks yeah you know, so, and Watch Dogs I... and assassin's creed and cyberpunk and you know it's, it's, it's like well, the, that's the all worst... in the next like the next 30 days the worst thing is is like i've been you know like oh i should use this downtime to play red dead 2 because i never finished that or uh, jump into like one of the other games i have but because i've seen all the like ps5 ssd times and i've seen all of the xbox series load times yeah, i'm like yeah. fuck i'm not gonna play red dead yeah with i'm not playing two... spider-man like why yeah like, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna wait i'm gonna even if i'm playing the ps4 version i'm hoping the load screens will be better which well, i know even, they even... will destiny 2 delayed air quotes delayed their next gen upgrades they announced that their next gen upgrades won't be available to like december 8th or 10th or something like that and they confirmed like true 4k on ps5 uh and xbox series x and then you know 1080p on the series s um and uh something that's a really big deal that people don't that if you've never played on pc then you won't understand but like they're giving you the field of view slider on console mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah that's you know like that's a great um you know that's a great uh feature um so like in, it, just to be able to have for people to play it but it's not coming when the new when the new consoles launches it's not coming before their new raid launches um 
but you know it's just kind of one of those things that's there that's you know and then like avengers like i'm almost like okay do i just wait now like i'm not i wasn't having a blast playing avengers do i wait until it's like until it runs a little bit better um yeah like what's like um right now sarah's playing like odyssey like literally right now like right next to me you can't see her on twitch but she's playing odyssey right now uh but like she is trying to like get through that because she wants to play valhalla uh and i want to see valhalla too so she's gonna try and like get through odyssey which she started yesterday in the next three weeks (laughs) yeah and we're hoping uh, we're hoping to review valhalla and then hopefully if we review valhalla you might get a one or two or three day jump on it just to help (laughs) yeah but we have no idea like that's just me like speculating um with a lot of these games now with the way that like the live service functionality even works in some of these games like they sometimes they're just better off waiting till launch um and then i keep forgetting cyberpunk is like the week after the consoles come out so like that's gonna be a huge game if you if you review valhalla like you gotta put your head down if you want to play cyberpunk on lunch on lunch yeah (laughs) Thank God that we, we don't put ourselves under too much pressure for that yeah, stuff. Uh, but yeah, oh, there's yeah, a wait. there's a bunch he, of stuff he, he that he doesn't know that I'm gonna give him a stop date. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's just there's there's so many things I want to play right now, but because the new consoles are so close, that I'm just like I'm just gonna wait, and then it's like shit. Yeah. But there's gonna be new games on those consoles, and I know I'm gonna play Miles Morales as uh, as the first thing that comes out because that's the most thing that's the one new yeah. game I'm interested in, uh, yep. and then. Like I want to try Destruction Derby, but I still so want to pay seventy dollars for it. In a course of in a course of fourteen days, you, you'll have the possibility for you of Valhalla, Miles Morales, and Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, and then I'm also going to squeeze in Ghost in there because I want to play Ghost of Tsushima before the end of the year, before we do our Game of the Year stuff in December. So it's like I'm going to man and, and work ban PTO. Ugh, it's going to be real tough. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that that's it for for playing. I didn't really watch anything of a significance to to mention. All right, uh, we got a couple questions. We're gonna kind of buzz through really quick. Uh, so you can send us questions in the Facebook group on Twitter hashtag Ask Digital Days in the Digital Days uh, sub server in our Discord. You can post them in there as well. Uh, we got one from Andrew Miller in Facebook. Uh, what are some of your favorite? Uh, what what are what are some of your favorite and least favorite game mechanics? I.e., aim assist, loot boxes, characters leveling tree. RNG gear, procedurally generated maps, et cetera, et cetera. Um, th- for me, something I really like, um, and like I was just talking about with Ori in the Blind Forest, um, the progression of like learning a new ability and then the game making sure like, okay, we just taught you how to do something new. Now you're going to do it like 50 times. Like I really like that versus we taught you how to do something new and you're not going to use it for another hour and a half. And then in that hour and a half or two hours, like, you're going to forget what you had to do and you're gonna have to look mm-hmm. up at it in the screen and see how to do it so that 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 progression and the same i feel the same way like the zelda system of like you're in the dungeon and you find the hook shot now you have to use the hook shot to to get through the rest of the dungeon that that core mechanic is really good versus i really have a problem with like open world stuff that where it like i get that overwhelming feeling of like where to go um mm-hmm. And it bothers me sometimes because then you're second guessing like you get to like a fork in the road like oh you can go left right you can go left or right and you go left and you're all in my mind like I'm thinking about well what's on the right <laughs> like what yeah. am I not what am I not seeing am I going to trigger a cutscene like I talked about with Last of Us too am I gonna go through a door that I can't go back now and like then forget forget a room or like when you said you missed that one cutscene between the two characters and you know you felt really bad about that but you didn't know it was there yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, so 
for a while i didn't like roguelikes like procedurally generated stuff uh which I, it's mentioned in the question uh but i've grown to like roguelike games uh just because of the way i play games now where i kind of like the aspect of just like all right you try and you just try to get through this and if you fail you just try it again and that's like the hook of the game as opposed to like these big games like games getting bigger and bigger and that stuff is starting to like Mm -hmm. drive me nuts and a little bit insane even though i'm so excited for cyberpunk and assassin's creed games i don't Uh, don't mind like a linear game being a 20 or 30 hour experience but when an open world game where you can play it in 20 hours but you miss 10 hours of content like that bothers me yeah that's why i like um what i hear about ghost of it being like you know like Mm -hmm. a 30 hour game and spider-man being of like a 30 hour game i I like open world games like that uh i think the the only thing i i really hate um which is why i like kind of fell off bethesda games is specifically bethesda games software or whatever they're called gameworks um is fetch quests i hate fetch quests i hate uh when you're doing missions you see this a lot in rpgs where it's just like the mission is like oh talk to this person and then you go talk to that person they're like oh go talk you know they send you back and forth between things and it's just like i hate doing fetch quest or like the thing where it's just like uh kill 30 gnomes or or orcs you know that type Mm -hmm. of thing where it's just like oh here's an arbitrary number just kill them and then when you're done with that uh we'll give you something more and then it just turns into fucking you know kill 35 of these now or uh collection stuff overall bothers me when it has no point yeah those don't bother me as long as they have a point like if they're part of like in 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 an rng game or a looter like where you're like getting the chance at loot like where it's like okay if you go you know you earn you know, so many packages or whatever for this to get a chance to get a good roll on a, on a, on a weapon or a piece of armor. Like, that that doesn't bother me. So. Yeah, like, I, I think I hate loot. I think yeah. I hate loot. I, I just, like, focused yeah. story stuff mm-hmm. where it's just, like, I'm just going to play this once because I rarely replay games anymore. I used to yep. replay games religiously, but now it's just, like, I'm done. I don't care what my character looks like at the end. Just give yeah. me a focused yeah. story. I, try, I tried after I beat Last of Us. I tried to go back and start doing the collectible thing, and I did it for, like, 45 minutes. I'm like... I'm done. I don't want to do the same one. I we got we got to to Abby's section of the game and we played like or I played like an hour. Uh, Sarah basically yeah. had her phone out, just be like, okay, yeah. behind you is a quarter that you need to find. And I think we got to like two hours into Abby's section. I'm just like, I'll get this platinum one day. <laughs> like yeah. I put it down. Uh, I was like, uh, you know what? I'll go back to this eventually. To never be, to never be picked up again. So. Yeah, uh, except I'll right. try it out on a PS5. Probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Justin Duncan on Facebook, uh, do you think that non-pre-order next-gen consoles will be available on launch day? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, Phil Spencer said for at least Xbox, there will be some in the stores on launch day. Yeah, there, there will be for PS5 as well. There has to be. The only thing I can tell you, though, is check with whatever store you're going to go to maybe a couple days before to see how they're going to organize things because we're in different we're in a different time right now with COVID yeah. and stuff like that. We've so, seen like Walmart's Black Black Friday ad leak already, and it's like spread out over two and a half weeks. So, mm-hmm. like, there's there's definitely a lot of there's going to be a lot of things going on that you might not be used to, and just communicating with the staff there politely, asking them like, hey, like, so what are you guys doing, you know, to prevent you know 100 people in line on November 12th? Yeah, and they might it, tell you, you like, oh, you have to like turn in a raffle ticket or something, or you know, pre-register, you know. Or you can buy it now, and then we'll have it just ready for you when that day happens. Right. Um, so, yeah, like every store is going to have a certain amount of allotment. Who knows how much that's going to be because of the current times we're in. But every store, this is a weird year. This is a weird time to launch a console. Mm-hmm. So you just have to double check with whatever your favorite store is to be like, 
They probably can't tell you how many consoles they have because I, when I worked at Target, we were not allowed to tell people how much we had back there. I right. broke that rule all the time yeah. uh, just because I didn't want to waste anyone's time because like, oh, t- tell them we'll have plenty of stock. And then I look in the stock room and there's five. And I'm just like, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I already told five people we'll have plenty. So the 20th person, I'm not going to tell them we have plenty. Yeah. Uh, so they pre- maybe they can even break that rule now, though, because of the current situation yeah. but yeah like definitely you might want to check in with your local store just to see like what they're doing yeah all right um chris volek uh is it possible for the masses to get along when it comes to how great both systems will end up being probably not no <laughs> sadly sadly uh we see this with everything though it's just tribalism that we see this yeah. with politics we see this with sports teams people just like to cling to things and that you can't tell them otherwise dude we've you and i have seen it in the year that we switched to being multi-platform like this yes the, yeah. the vitriol that we've gotten for just switching to multi-platform and having a a different opinion about something that we always had opinions about but i always felt like we were covering one console one one ecosystem so we talked about one ecosystem it wasn't always worth talking about the other one and now that everything's there they're like i can't believe i go well i always thought this way but it just it's like yeah. it's just, I just didn't say the X word. Uh, yeah. you know, I didn't say <laughs> Xbox or Nintendo as much. Yeah, no, it's definitely weird. We've seen a lot of hate and we still constantly are our primary system still PlayStation, but we still yeah, see so. we still see hate from people that expect yeah. us to, to to do that. Yeah, it's a sad state of affairs of how the world is now. It's just you you have to pick a team. And then you have to ride or die for that team forever, which I never really understood. Yeah. Uh, I just want people to play the games and enjoy them. Yeah. Kind of sounds like Chris also agrees with that. He just wants people yeah. to like pick just, a play a box, play the game, have fun. Yeah, just uh, don't don't hate on somebody because they do something differently than you do. Listen to them and find out why they do it yeah. differently than you. You'd be surprised. If you associate your personality with a corporate brand, you fucked up. Like, like the, you, the, you gotta, you, you gotta have Unless more going for yourself. Unless that corporate brand is, is paying your livelihood, like my even then, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there, there's then. a there's a line with me and my job, but at the same time, I'm very loyal to my job. <laughs> and my job can suck a dick. Um, so, uh, no, but like overall, like every time we have like you see these people who like they turn their whole personality into like there, this brand, vision. yeah, they yeah, just get and, vision, so. and they definitely. Uh, just turn like every time you go into the comment section of either platform holder uh like on twitter or facebook you'll you'll see it and then you'll click the person's profile and you see like the only thing they associate their entire life with is this brand that doesn't care about them other than yeah and i don't i don't condone that like i i you know and michael and i can agree to disagree on this and this is something that i know for a fact when i say this is like michael only like pays attention to white Sox baseball I pay attention to baseball and I don't really understand how he can only pay attention to what's going on with the White Sox like that. And for me, I have a hard time understanding that because I like baseball. I love. Yeah. And I do too, but I I just don't have time, (laughs) but but you wouldn't like the, the, what are the odds that you're going to turn on the Dodgers Tampa Bay world series next week? Slim. I'll turn on, I'll turn on the final game. Like yeah. usually how I am with most like, oh, sports it's the things. Seven, it's the seventh inning and the team's up three games to one. Let me see if they celebrate. You know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, they hit a game seven. I'm watching game seven. Yeah, <laughs> like but that. You know, so, I'm gonna only watch the the highest know, stuff. And, you know, but that's the thing too is like 
it, at least you'll see that there are people that are like, I don't care what Microsoft's making. They don't get a dime of my money. Oh, you bought Bethesda? Nope, you're Microsoft. Get away from me. <laughs> well, no, it, the, the, the thing that bothers me the most is like, it's kind of okay. Like, I guess if you do associate with one brand, that's okay. But it's when you then spend your free time attacking others for their choices. It's just like, dude, just stop. It's not going to affect you. You can still play your games. Yeah. Or just because a game is successful and you don't like it doesn't mean that it's a bad game or, you know. Uh, so Chris Penwell writes in our Facebook group as well, if PlayStation All-Stars was revisited, which it won't be, uh, would you like to see it take on a 3D uh, fighter formula instead? The original PlayStation was synonymous with 3D fighters like Tekken uh, at the time. Um he said he can imagine it being a weapon-based fighter like Soul Calibur with Ellie using a knife, Kratos using uh, the Leviathan Axe, um, Jin Sakai using a sword. I'm assuming that's a ghost character. Um, yes. Other characters like character. Nathan Drake and Cat could use fist and kicks with weapons or additional powers. Sackboy could be a projectile target. Yeah. Um, I think that that's something that PlayStation doesn't have as a robust enough character lineup to make it work. Okay. So, all right. So before we recorded, when you like needed 10 minutes, I might made a list. So I love this idea. So I think PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale was a bad game uh, that disappeared because it was just a bad game and it just didn't, it was trying too hard to be Smash Brothers. But me and Chris have talked about this on Twitter. Uh, But I do love the idea of turning playstation all-stars into a tekken or so caliber game so like we have the characters he listed so then I, I i made a list of characters that you can use um uh the only problem is a lot of the places characters are gun dudes mm-hmm. and i feel like that would be a really boring fighting game uh if it's just a bunch of dudes with guns especially well, my, just- before you go into your list my first initial problem with it is that a lot of these elite characters are from a very very violent style of game like Kratos so you would is very have to go... violent, and Ellie is very violent. Um, you know, Jin, Jin is very violent, and so and you I can't, think that's you... part of the appeal of Smash Brothers is that I can sit Owen in front of it and not worry about it. Oh yeah, no. So I think if they were to do it, they would have to go in the T or M rated, which means mm-hmm. you would drop characters like Sly Cooper, Sackboy. Mm-hmm. You would, which stop... is a shame. Yeah, <laughs> you would have to stop all of the animated characters, but you could do like. Nathan Drake would be gun and melee. You would have Joel, who would be gun and melee. You can do Nathan Hale uh, from Resistance, who would be, again, gun, but he can go into Chimera mode, like a Berserk mode. Uh, Deacon would be gun and melee. Radic would be gun play, no melee, just gun combat. Uh, you have Cole, who would have powers from Infamous. You would have Deslin, who would be uh, from Second Son. Uh, he would have powers. You would have Nariko from Heavenly Sword would sword <laughs> would be her thing uh gabe logan uh from siphon filter uh he would be gun and melee uh sweet tooth could be melee and weapons uh which would be good so you can do real mature stuff yeah. um the killer from instant until dawn would be melee and traps i'm not saying it wouldn't work but what i'm saying is that like in my mind already with as much like pvp and other things that i'm seeing and and games and esports and all that stuff like that game has balance issues written all over it uh, i mean all it's most it. it's mostly gun and melee people i mean but mortal kombat balance works issues though yeah yeah um, Mortal combat is, a, is because it's like it's a it's a hand-to-hand combat game that has well this i think that... would be hand-to-hand combat i think this would be hand soul caliber has like weapons and stuff so i mm-hmm. think this would be like a soul caliber 
right more than a Tekken or Mortal Kombat. I, I'm not saying it would work. I, I'm just saying that I don't know what studio is talented enough to to, to to let Sony mess with their characters. I don't know either. But like then also you can then fill in like all the Naughty Dog characters, but it would be again what just more people with guns. You could do Abby, Chloe, and Sully. Uh, so th- I feel like this would be a better idea than them trying to do a Smash Brothers game yeah, again. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I, I get it, you know. But I mean, but it would at the same be mature. Time, like, Smash and it Brothers work. accessibility is to the point where they can put Minecraft Steve in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like as soon as he mentioned this idea, I'm like, holy shit, this could work. Would it be yeah. successful? Probably not. Would it be worth putting these characters in a game where they're violently killing each other MK style? Probably not the most on-brand thing, but you would lose like the appeal. Because I don't see them doing 3D All-Stars now. Mm-mm. And like, can you imagine people throwing a fit if Abby is beating the shit out of Sackboy? Like, the people would lose their shit. Yeah, but, but at the same time, they're okay with Link like dunking on Mario. Yeah, ex- but, but yeah. <laughs> so it's like... Or yeah. Mario smacking the hell out of Princess Peach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's problem problems with that. Yeah, uh, so. But yeah, but I, I like the idea, Chris. We got we got to workshop it and then pitch it. <laughs> All right. Um, spotlight uh, for me this week is YouTube. There'll be some stuff on our YouTube channel at the end of this week. Uh, when you're listening to the show, it should be pretty close to being on there. So check out the YouTube channel. Um, so that's really all like, uh, youtube.com slash digital days gaming. Uh, do you have anything for a spotlight, Michael? Uh, just vote. If you can vote early, go vote. Yeah. That's it. I won't say anything else. Cause then I'll get a little too political. <laughs> just vote. Yeah. I don't care who you vote for, but vote. <laughs> uh, no, this, no, this, I'm I think this, at this point in time, it doesn't matter who you just go vote. Cause there's other stuff that's important other than yeah. who's going to win the president. There's stuff that is just as yeah, important. Yeah. There's, there's local <laughs> stuff you can find uh, that you yeah. probably should vote on. <laughs> yes. So, but in order to do that, you need to go vote. Yes. You need to register and then go vote. So please yeah. make sure you do that. So uh, social media is uh, our main account is at Digital Days Pod. Michael's account is at First MJC. Uh, mine is at Good Dave Hunt. Like I said, uh, we have the Facebook group, the Discord channel. All the links are in the show notes. If any of those links aren't working, if you're trying to do something you can't do and it doesn't work, like reach out to us on Twitter. Reach out to us. Uh, send us an email. Uh, podcast at digitaldaysgaming.com. Um, Michael and I both see that email. So if you if something's for, is not working for some reason and you don't have a way to get a hold of us, you don't use Twitter and you can't get in through Facebook or whatever, like you can reach out through email that way. That's fine. You can you know contact us on Twitter. Um, you know this, that, and the other. Uh, you can also just Patreon.com/slash/DigitalDaysGaming if you want to support us through there. One dollar tip jar, three dollars special Discord channel access, uh, five dollars like I mentioned earlier, twenty four hour early access to the podcast, and seven dollars is a monthly bonus episode. So um, there, those are all ways that you can support us. And there's also a direct PayPal link in there if you choose. Um, and we do have some cool stuff coming up for our one-year anniversary that we'll be announcing later. So, um, You got anything else? Uh, no, that, that, that is it. All right. Hope everyone has a great week. Uh, keep moving forward. And like Michael always tells everybody. Don't be a dick. See ya.